Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Amidst a brutally polarized debate uh, marked by passion, suspicion, and confusion... Food Evolution by Academy Award-nominated director Scott Hamilton Kennedy explores the controversy surrounding GMOs and food, traveling from Hawaiian papaya groves to banana farms in Uganda to cornfields in Iowa. This film is narrated by the esteemed science communicator that would be Neil deGrasse Tyson. It wrestles with the emotions and the science driving one of the most heated arguments of our time. That is for sure. And we're so lucky and honored to have with us today the director of Food Evolution, that would be Scott Hamilton Kennedy. Scott, welcome to Film School. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? After Before watching your movie, I would have been, I would have been yelling at you, okay? Just, <laughs> just, just, uh, just letting you know, because it just sounds, <clears throat> I have to say, one of the best arguments against GMOs is it just sounds like a good idea. I mean, I... Right. <clears throat> It just does, right? We're, we're screwing right. with our food. What's going to happen? You throw Monsanto into the mix, and oh my God, you know, they, they, you know, you could understand. It's an easy it. decision. Yeah, it's an easy decision. It, it seems to be. But, yeah. but I'm also somebody who is more than prepared to believe that I'm wrong, which is, I think, a very good thing. And I think you always have to be prepared to be wrong. And I think that's really an important lesson in life. So, You're ahead of a lot of people, my friend. That's uh, very healthy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, am a firm believer in that because I have been proven wrong, and I'm, I. Anyway, <clears throat> so tell me, Scott, how do, you, how did you come to the project? Sure. Um, well, we were approached by IFT, the Institute of Food Technologists, who is a science organization of food scientists from around the world, and they wanted to make a documentary celebrating their 75th anniversary, and they reached out to several documentary filmmakers like myself to try and make a, uh, a film that was going to be timely and of quality that would get, you know, reviews in the top papers and be theatrically released and, you know, be like the other films, the other films that I've made. And their, their, their starting point for discussion with filmmakers was the 9 billion 2050 conundrum. So our population is screaming up from about 7.2 billion to 9 billion by 2050. How are we going to feed all those people sustainably, safely? And we, were, we, we said, we being myself and my producer and writing partner, Trey Sheehan, we're like, well, that's not, I can't make a movie out of that. It's a little too big, maybe a, a series. So we went and researched and researched, and the GMO story was just waving its hand, saying, this is a story that is controversial. This is a story about food. This is a story about science. This is a story about sustainability. This is a story about first world versus third world. How do we make decisions? Like all these amazing things. And most importantly, it sure didn't seem like it was being told correctly to the point where we were almost shocked and, and thrilled that another documentary filmmaker hadn't made this story. Okay. And I can understand why yeah. at the same time, because as you just said, it's like, why do you want to touch this subject? So that was the beginning. And, and so, I mean, I, it sounds like you went into it with uh, a little more than being agnostic. I mean, you it sounds like you had done the research, some homework, and understood the science behind this, right? That's right. I, I mean, I learned so much. Uh, the wonderful 
science communicator and, and, and geneticist uh, Allison Van Eeneman, who's featured in the film from UC Davis, has joked that Trace and I deserve to get an honorary master's. <laughs> I asked for a PhD, and she said to take it easy. Um, but uh, an honorary master's, is how much we've learned through the course of it. But yes, in the beginning, it was articles by people like um, two-time Pulitzer Prize winner Amy Harmon from the New York Times writing about the Hawaii, both the Hawaii GMO ban, proposed GMO ban, and the fact that GMOs had saved the papaya industry, and then those same people that wanted to ban all GMOs grandfathered in the papaya. And I was like, that's awesome and confusing. <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that led us to go, and basically the first act of the film is, is a telling of that, that, that Hawaii story as, as a setup for the controversy around GMOs. Yeah. Well, now for all those people that are, are shaking their fist at their radios or at their computers right now and, and cursing um, my heritage, let, let's sort of back up because <laughs> because I think it's important to understand that we've been genetically modifying crops for uh, for all, for eons. I mean, a sense in many ways. Sure, but sure. I, Some people would yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, and just one the one element which. It's still a struggle for me is the uses of pesticide. And when you throw Monsanto and Roundup in that mix, mm -hmm. I st I'm still I'm still the degree of reticence to accept the fact that Roundup is on balance a good thing. So so I want to so I'm just trying to parse it out so that people understand GMOs in and of themselves. And even my you know sort of inclination has always been if you're modifying a food in a way that does w what was happening in uh, in Hawaii. Good. Great, but when you throw in this sort of, you know, the 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 insecticide aspect of it, that's where I started to I start to really get nervous. So go ahead, sure. yeah, go ahead. Sure, yeah. it's completely it's completely valid. You hear pesticide, you hear pesticide, you're increasing pesticides. You hear Monsanto. Uh, so a couple things to set up. One, I have nothing to do with Monsanto. Monsanto put no money into the film. Uh, they can take care of themselves. Um, okay. And secondly, is Mark Linus the environmental activists who went from destroying GMO crops to uh, being a defender of GMO crops because of the science says about Monsanto. To give Monsanto any form of a compliment is like uh, worshipping the devil. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's just set that all up yes. and say that we, we came at Monsanto with the same uh, ruthless and passionate uh, journalism as we came at every, as everybody else. Yeah. So uh, case by case, so a couple of our biggest mantras for the film were GMO is a process, not a not a product, right? Thank so you. it's not, if you have a problem, and we'll get into the details of Roundup Ready Crops, if you have a problem with Roundup Ready Crops, which is mostly what people think of when they think of GMOs, let's look at that. A, let's look at it specifically with your wonderful way of looking at, at a situation and the possibility of being wrong. But let's also not throw out the technology that is genetic engineering with that, right? Yeah. The old throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Now, to the specifics of that as a crop, through our research on the film, the, the Roundup Ready crop, so that is a corn, soy, and cotton that have been genetically engineered to withstand glyphosate, also known as uh, Roundup on the, on the on store shelves, um, means that that corn can be sprayed with glyphosate, it kills the weeds, and it doesn't damage the crop. Farmers around the country and around the world have flocked to this product because I don't know how many of your listeners, I'm not a farmer, um, I don't do much weeding. Uh, weeds and, and pests are the, you know, you know, the bane of a farmer's existence, and that's been going on since, since we first started growing crops. 
especially cultivating them 10,000 years ago, they were thrilled at the quality of this product. So pesticide use, glyphosate, did increase during the use of these, of these uh, Roundup Ready seeds. Does that mean our, our, that uh, farming system is better, worse, or other for the larger picture of sustainability toxins in our food system. And by all of our research on this film, and even experts on the side that we would call uh, anti-GMO, glyphosate is probably the least toxic pesticide we've ever had. It's lower in toxicity than caffeine and salt, right? So some of your listeners, I can hear them saying, well, what about the WHO and the IARC study that said that glyphosate is a probable carcinogen? going all the way now to our, our wonderful state of California, who I'm so honored to, uh, I'm so honored to live because we look very, very carefully at, at the damage we do to the environment and try and do our best to, to mini- minimize that, has even labeled glyphosate as a problem carcinogen. That's, the problem with that is that if you go look at the record of the IR, at, of IR, two things. One, they determine about 90% of the things that they analyze as probable carcinogens. Mm-hmm. Two, they only they only give us the information that it's a possible, I'm sorry, probable is the word they use, probable carcinogen. They don't tell us the amount, right? So for your listeners who are scared of glyphosate, they don't tell us the, you know, the old adage, the poison is in the portion, right? So other things on their list that are higher toxicity than glyphosate are orange juice and beer and the sun and smoked meats and coffee. So, and alcohol, God forbid we get into alcohol. I love talking to people about toxicity yeah. and then going, how many of you drink alcohol and choose to drink it? I mean, that's just a toxin that we're putting into our body, but we like the results. So the, the bottom line is, is that we are much safer than, than a lot of people have been sold about these. But if you want to, if at the end of the day people say, throw, throw Roundup Ready crops out, we have enough evidence to say, throw Roundup Ready crops out and let's go forward. I'll get on that bus if there's enough evidence to support it. Yeah. But again, yeah. we're not throwing out GMO or GE technology that can do amazing things like save the papayas in Hawaii or save bananas in, in, in Uganda and many other things. Right. And, and, and I, you know, Scott, I appreciate you. I mean, I, I'm sure as a filmmaker, you, you don't expect it to, to – I'm sure you've done a few interviews by now regarding the film. And I'm sure you, you – <laughs> sure. I, I don't want to – I'm trying not to put you on the defensive. I truly don't want you to feel like – Oh, you're no, you're asking but, good questions. Yeah, but I, but I do know that these are the questions that are, are obviously – are going to be in other people's minds as, as we Absolutely. talk about the film. And I want to – by the way, I want to compliment you as a filmmaker. Again, uh, you have done a very effective job in terms of laying out the 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 what the the different players are, what the issues are, and from not just a local U.S. Uh, point of view, but from around the world, uh, mm. and to see the the true bent. There is true I, as somebody who wouldn't normally say these things out loud. There are true benefits to GMOs in the ways that they can be effective in helping not only domestic farming but internationally this is where it really matters because the the infrastructure for farming isn't quite as sophisticated or as up to date as it is here so in countries where it's just a mad scramble to get something consistently grown and ready for market these are the kinds of plate things where this is very effective 
Sure, and I, I would just I would just uh, just gently double back because thank you so much for the compliments on the film, and we worked our butts off the entire team to try and make a film that is is honest, engaging, um, all of the things we want to do as, as storytellers. And what you just described is is absolutely true. And at the same time, I don't want to give people like ourselves and the people listening to to, to the show a hall pass that. Oh, we privileged people. We can we can buy organic because we can afford it, or we can avoid GMOs because we have choices and we can afford it. Yeah. And that's okay that somebody in a difficult situation let them use it. That kind of sounds. And I don't think you said this, but there's some people that right. would. Yeah. That kind of sounds like oh, well, let them have the dangerous food because it's better than the alternative. Right. And that's not that is not at all the case. Right. Safe, 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 safe checked over and over again, case-by-case case basis. So I just want to bring that nuance into it. This is a film and a subject that has, just as you heard in my epic answer, my previous epic answer, <laughs> it's so layered that it takes, it takes a lot of time past sound bites. And I just want to keep bringing in that nuance because I don't know if you're a fan of, of uh, Thinking Fast and Slow, the amazing, uh, uh, amazing book about how we think. And type one thinking is, you know, your first instincts about the film and your first instincts about GMO. It sounds horrible. It's related to Monsanto. Type 2 thinking is where you go, okay, let me think a little bit more about this. Let me look at the evidence. Let me check my confirmation bias and other things. So just want to keep that out there. And that's, that's the thing we're most excited about the film is it's, we didn't make the film to defend GMOs. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson says it better than me. He didn't make the film. Yeah. He didn't narrate this film to defend GMOs. He narrated this film to defend science and how we make good decisions, and if we throw science out, you know, in making important decisions, that's the beginning of the end of an informed democracy. Right, exactly. And you have in the film examples of this kind of, um, I I, I hate, not a progression, but a uh, Mm -hmm. people that have been uh, cynical or opposed to uh, GMOs. And when I say GMOs, I'm going to sort of uh, more narrowly define my, when I'm talking about GMOs, I'm talking about Mm -hmm. genetically modified Foods uh, like mm. the like the papaya, uh, mm-hmm. I, I I've, I still struggle with the pesticide part of it. I'll be honest with you because sure, because sure. I do know that I do know that Roundup ends up getting overused a lot of times, and so mm-hmm. so whatever the this you know the sort of the the laboratory studies are saying don't necessarily always translate into the the actual on the ground usage of it. And then we this is not and this I also want to separate this out from like the monoculture and and Monsanto's, you know, buying up all the seed stock and that whole thing. That's a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother thing about Monsanto that we all should be concerned about. But it, but in the context of your film, I'm just trying to make sure that people understand there are a lot of issues in play, but when we're talking about what we're talking about, you have Bill Nye, you have Michael Pollan, uh, you have Mark Linus. These are people who are not predisposed in any way to just swallow mm-hmm. something hook, line, and sinker and walk away going, yes, that's exactly how it is. These people are smart and learned, and they get into these things, and they understand them. That's, so that that's why I'm just trying to – go ahead. Yeah, and I mean, and, and another one that makes might make it easier for your your listeners. I would first ask that all of those other concerns that you have is just to please look at them case by case and really dig in. Yeah, don't just say mon- monocultures equals evil. Uh, monocultures yeah. existed before and after Monsanto. Monocultures also exist in in in, or, in organic farming as well. So, but let's, let's yeah. really dig in because okay. people start to 
use those as a game of whack-a-mole and, and right. sort of trump cards, right. dare we say trump cards, uh, <laughs> to put on the table and say, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I can discount your anything that you're saying because I have this card. And so let, I just yeah. beg to look at the... Uh, to, to, to look at the, the, the details beyond it. Um, and, and, you know, that really goes to uh, every way that, uh, that, that these, these crops can be used. Um, and uh, case by case, I mean, I'm, I'm repeating myself a little bit. Yeah, no, that, you're absolutely right. Case going forward. You're, you're right. But, but we're here to talk about the, the, the film, obviously, and a filmmaker yeah. who knows how to make a good document and entertaining, enlightening, <laughs> you know, and a way that goes about it in a way that, it, that, raises the level of the dialogue, raises the, the issue oh, to, to the level that it, it needs to be. Because one other thing we're not talking about, you, you alluded to it when you were talking about kind of the third world, they can afford, you know, they, they, it's fine if they want to do this. But fact, frankly, we've got nine, uh, we will soon enough have nine billion people uh, who are mm-hmm. only going to need more food. We have issues about climate change and all kinds of mm-hmm. things that are coming into play. So we, we got to get this right. Even if they're, even if we flatten out the the population as it is, we're still going to have a lot of issues feeding seven billion people. That's right, and and something that your listeners may not know and, and might help them think on this that the all of the science, most of the scientific institutions, by a long shot, that has helped us determine that climate change exists, right? That the dangers of climate change are real and that they're man-made. So. AAAS, NAS, I won't list all of them, going around the world. Most of those same institutions that have come to help us have that knowledge about that science also determine that GMOs, the current ones, are safe for ourselves and safe for the planet. And there's, that's the disconnect that changed Mark Linus. As he said, wait a minute, I'm using science to help me as an environmentalist in looking at climate change, and I'm denying the science when those same organizations are telling me that GMOs are safe. Yeah. So I just it's something that really uh, I would ask you you know your listeners in the world to, to to think on where it's like oh okay why am I doing that and it goes to all the things you you brought up well GMOs it's the friend of my enemy is my is is my enemy yeah. you know GMOs equals Monsanto so I have to right. I have to hate them and just please think beyond that yeah you're, you're absolutely right that's a big part of what we want to do with this film is yeah. open the conversation yeah. our our doors are open. Yeah, my doors. All the filmmakers' doors are open. You can find us on our website. You can find us on social media. Every scientist in the film will talk to you about these about these issues. So please, you know, bring your concerns. Hopefully, bring them in a nicer way than some people do on the internet. <laughs> but yeah, we're well, open to talking about all of this. Well, and and you you have run you are running straight into orthodoxy here. And uh, That's right. and so that that and I mean and it's um, again I I berate the right for you know the kind of Fox News hysterical mm. take on things. We need mm. also to be you know ready to accept what we we don't know, and when we here, find out here. something is true, then we need to embrace it, and especially when it comes to things like food and the environment and how are we going to make it how are our children and our grandchildren going to live to see the 22nd century it's we have to do that now i just read a, a report this morning about how if by 2020 we haven't made a, a dramatic drop in our carbon output we are essentially dooming ourselves uh, to at least have to deal with the brunt what is going to be terrible with climate change the worst of it mm. so we've got all these kinds of things are happening 
and they're happening in a hurry. And our ability to react to these things is critically important. So uh, well, thank you for saying that, I, and, and and for checking our bubbles. I mean, it's uh, yeah. it, to, to to make a playful phrase uh, our own with this film is. If you have a right to your own opinion, you don't have a right to your own alternative facts. There you go. Mac, that goes in both directions. It so does. thank you so much. We have to check our bubbles. We don't. It's, it's too easy oh, yeah. to say, oh, we've got it all right, and those people have it wrong. It's like we have right. to check ourselves. And yeah. if confirmation bias is a poison, I say the, the remedy, or the patient remedy, is the scientific method and, and thinking twice. So thank you so much for pointing yeah. that out. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and thank you again for, you know, for coming on the show. You uh, you were kind enough to come on for the garden. That was a few years ago. And uh, sure. I just remembered, uh, you know, it was, it was wonderful to have you on before. And, and especially now, because, again, uh, we've just been talking about it for the last 25 minutes, how important this all is. And, <laughs> and continue your good work. And I... Uh, you know, I look forward to. Uh, I don't think I can make it up there tonight, and it's sold out. So, <laughs> but but soon enough, uh, Scott Hamilton Kennedy. I uh, thank you for to continue your good work. And uh, oh, thank you for the support. We'll, Great show. Yeah, thank you. We'll talk again soon. Uh, you, do you have? Are you working towards something new, or you got something in the in the hopper, as we say? Uh, um, or, yeah, I've got something in the hopper, but I have a sidebar. If I can tell your sure. listeners, of, and go check out the website of a side project that I've started through Black Valley Films called TimeCapsuleMovies dot com, where I'm trying to sort of democratize. Uh, miniature documentaries that could be used to celebrate a family's legacy or celebrate an important writer or artist or scientist at an institution that doesn't quite rise to being a full documentary on you know Netflix or right. Showtime, right. but should be remembered and should be honored. So um, the people can go check out uh, TimeCapsuleMovies.com and let me know what they think um, and share it. I, I'm sure be grateful. TimeCapsuleMovie.com. Is that right? Movies, yeah, with an S. Yes, movies. Movies. Okay. I'll post that to the filmschoolradio.com site oh, as well. I appreciate for that. it. And also saw something on uh, online about future food. So um, obviously, this is a, a subject and issue that's near and dear to you as well. If people want to check that out. Right? Is that am Thank I you. am yeah. I leading them down? Yeah, the, future the right? food is is IFT. That's IFT. Uh, that's part of what they did for their seventy fifth anniversary. And there's amazing, amazing articles. Uh, over uh, 75, actually, exactly, for the 75th anniversary, okay. talking about all different uh, different levels of the food and 9 billion and sustainability uh, conversations. So, yeah, if you want to dig in deeper, it's a great place to go. How and, of course, our website. And, oh, go ahead. Yeah, Your website. Go ahead, please. Yeah, foodevolutionmovie.com and Food Evo Movie um, on social media. So okay. we're available. You can go there and request screenings in your town and, and all the above. So, yeah, thank you for continuing the conversation. Oh, absolutely. And I think we've given our listeners a, the, the, the next uh, day or so worth of stuff to, to check out. And uh, <laughs> so we, we, they're filling up their holiday weekend here. Thank you, Scott. We'll talk again soon and, and all the best. Same here. Thank you so much. Right, take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.